0: Here we go. Welcome to HEP Talks. I'm Luke Kemper here with Andrew Tomlinson, the head of content and commissioning for Bite Size and BBC Teach. So, Andrew, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. It's a pleasure
1: to be here, Luke. Thanks for asking me. So
0: we are here today to discuss a kind of new series of of resources that is out on BBC Teach. Um, So we're gonna get into that very shortly. But um, Andrew, maybe you can start by introducing yourself and uh, just kind of getting into a little bit more detail about what you do for the the BBC.
1: Yeah, so, so BBC Teach where these particular films will feature Um, is obviously, as it sounds, uh, a resource uh, for teachers, free resource for teachers. And and it mainly uh, contains content that teachers can use in the classroom and present to children, you know, to help um, enhance lessons, both of primary and secondary. Um, But we also have an area on BBC Teach, which I'm responsible for commissioning content for, which is uh, to help teachers with particular specific issues that crop up in the classroom. And one of the things that we kind of identified a few months ago was that uh, there was a, a lack of resources around uh, to help teachers with um, trauma-experienced children. So children who've been through, uh, through the care experience or are going through the care experience um, and resources to help with a trauma-informed approach to, which to some teachers that might not mean a great deal, but is is kind of, in a sense, the sort of jargon that's being used at the moment to describe children who are are either in care, in local authority care, or have have been adopted, um, or in foster care, Um, all of those are described as care experience and so so my job is to commission content not just to present to for teachers to to present to children in the classroom or to use in their lessons but also to help teachers hopefully do their jobs better and to understand areas of of teaching which uh, perhaps sometimes fall by the wayside because there are so many issues that teachers have to deal with so many issues that you know, head teachers have to deal with that. Sometimes these things can fall by the wayside, and you know, at the end of the day, the BBC is is about public service, and one of the public services that we we try to achieve is to to help in those areas where perhaps there are fewer resources around than you might expect.
0: Right, right. The these kind of issues, the the ones that you just described, I think are are coming up into the forefront a little bit more nowadays. Um, we. In, in my organization in hep, we just had um, a few assistant heads talk about trauma-informed approach and things like that. So so I'm glad we're doing this podcast now. It seems very timely, although of course the the subjects are not timely. they are kind of timeless in the education system. but um so can you um maybe, tell us what inspired the BBC teach team to commission the resource and just get into a little bit more of the background of where did this kind of come from
1: yeah yeah so so it started in a kind of anecdotal way we often go out to to schools and we present some of the content that we're thinking of commissioning or making to see how teachers are, and and children might respond to it and what we were hearing more and more in a kind of um sort of anecdotal way was that there was a an issue with children who are care experienced or have been care experienced and the, and the specific uh, challenges that they face and the fact that there were not so many resources around to help them deal with that. So we then tested that proposition rather than just saying, yes, okay, so we've heard this from a few different sources, you know, kind of casually. We tested that via um, research and a, and a focus group to say, you know, if we commission this kind of content, is it, is it worthwhile? Is it something that you would want to use? Is it something that would help you do your job, potentially help you do your job better? <clears throat> and the answer was a kind of resounding yes. So that's kind of, that's how we commission content anyway on Buy Size on, on BBC Teach, which is to go out to, to, to the profession and say, you know, what is it that you need? Um, and then commission on that basis. So we did that again, but with something which is a slightly more unusual subject in the sense that it's not kind of, you know, a new series on GCSE chemistry or 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 reception or whatever that that we normally commission it's slightly different Uh, but we it seemed fairly clear that there was a need there for it so so then we pressed ahead and the way that we work is that we commission independent production companies to make the content for us and and usually what we'll do is we'll give them enormous amount of scope to do that and say you know we're thinking we'd like something roughly in this area in this particular case we were much more prescriptive and mm. and and said to to mosaic the company who who made this content that we would like it to reflect exactly these issues and in this particular way because we thought it was very important to to do it in the way that teachers told us they would want it done uh so we were quite prescriptive with mosaic but mosaic are very creative anyway and even when we're being prescriptive they still do an amazing job uh, so so that's how the whole thing came about fantastic yeah and i i'm sure teachers will
0: will see the amazing job that they've done with these resources so um if i can just maybe even dig a little bit deeper with like the the focus groups and the research. Was there anything um, that teachers said or you know, maybe maybe heads of schools, any any kind of school staff said that, I don't know, particularly, brought this to their attention like was it were there more outbursts in behavioral problems or because i i know that there is some research post-covid that says there have been a lot of kind of behavioral problems did it get that deep or or
1: it, it, it did to, to to a certain extent i mean cut you you've hit the nail on the head with with covid and and lockdown and school closures and, you know that that has obviously brought a lot of this to the fore because you know the ch- children who who have being through the care experience or are going through the care experience and and have issues as a result that was exacerbated hugely by um lockdown uh and isolation and all of those things that came with it and um, so the feeling was and i couldn't be sort of i couldn't give you stats or anything it's not scientific but the feeling coming from these groups of teachers was that yeah this is even more of a problem now post uh lockdown post covid than it was before uh, it's very hard to quantify. I won't be able to tell you exactly how much, but but yeah, there was definitely a feeling of that yeah. Okay,
0: so maybe we can get into the the meat of it then. Um, can you tell us a bit about the resources themselves? What do they um, entail?
1: Yeah, well, we thought it was really important, and we tested this proposition with the teachers that we talked to as well, that, that there were personal stories involved in this. So this wasn't just, isn't just the theory of how to deal with uh, children who who are experiencing care or have experienced care. Um, it, it's also their personal stories as well. So, and it's their stories told by them. So one of the reasons that it took so long to make this content is because You know, we wanted to find really articulate young people who could tell teachers and potentially other uh, children within that classroom what it means to to have been through care or to be going through care. Uh, and, And what effect that has on your sort of opinion of yourself, your mentality, your ability to learn, all of those things. And and obviously, for for safeguarding reasons and for confidentiality reasons, that had to be done in a way where those children can't be identified, those young people as they are now can't be identified. Uh, So we used animation or Mosaic used animation. And I think really, really effectively. So so they've used kind of aged up animation, if you like. It doesn't feel too young. It's suitable for children of that age group, but also for adults to watch. It gets the message across, I think, in a fairly adult way. But but what gives it a a real sort of um, impact is the fact that they are the voices of those children uh, and they are telling you what happened. So there are three separate films. Um, where the children talk about their story and why care has had such an effect on them, Uh, how they were, for example, you know, taken away from their parents at an early age, been through various foster carers, then on to adoption, all of those things, changing addresses all the time, changing schools all the time, all of those kind of issues that they face. Um, But it was really important that this wasn't just about personal testimony and that we got some of the the best experts on this subject in the country. So that took some finding as well. You know, experts who've really experienced this both in the classroom as teachers and in one case, head teacher, but also via support um, organisations like uh, adoption charities and that kind of thing. So we're seeing it from lots of different perspectives. So so the main films that are for essentially teacher training, really, um, are a combination of those personal testimonies animated from those children a combination of that and uh, all all of these experts talking about how it might be possible what's the best approach to deal with children like this and and it's all based around the the trauma-informed approach so that the assumption basically um, uh, forgive me if, if your listeners know this already but but in case they don't the assumption is that all of these children to a greater or lesser degree been through trauma and so if a child has been through trauma you need a trauma-informed approach that can mean something very different from many of the other approaches that are used for children who have behavioral issues um and what these experts are doing is talking about what the trauma is what a trauma-informed approach could be and what the practical steps are to help children who've been through all of these issues uh which you know that they're obviously what we're really careful to do is not tell teachers exactly how they should do this. It's it, it's essentially a way of saying you might want to think about approaching a child who's who is in care this way if they're behaving in this fashion and these are the reasons behind it mm. and and you know we know that 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 can be very time consuming and 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 labor intensive and all of those things and it's not always possible to give that level of individual care so mm. so you know that's the, none of this film is demanding that teachers should behave in this particular way with these kind of children, but hopefully gives them some ideas about how they might approach children, why those children are behaving in that way. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I I think that um, having watched the videos, I do think that they very kind of carefully navigate that terrain with the experts you know saying okay this is not you know we know teachers are busy this is we're not giving you more tasks to do but we want you to be aware of this and I think at least for me personally I'm I'm not teaching here in the UK um, anymore but uh, it it was very eye-opening to me um some of these expert opinions and then also the
1: the children's um, stories them, themselves. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I mean, one of the things that I was, I mean, I have personal experience of this So they want to get into details of it. But within my family, I, I have faced some of these issues. So, you know, one of the experts talks about or one of the contributors talks about uh, when you've met one adopted child you've met one adopted child mm. and what she's basically saying is there is no uh, panacea there's no kind of single solution to anything because each adopted child has got a different set of issues because they'll have been through a different series of of events uh, so to try and have a kind of tick list of things that will get you through with a care experienced child and will kind of you know help you deliver learning to them that's not going to work you have to work out more than more than just oh, they've been adopted, you've got to go back and say, well, what happened in the early years? What happened beyond that? Before you can sort of have an idea of how you might approach that particular child. Um, so, you know, every adopted child is completely different in the sense that every birth child is completely different. Uh, and I think it's important that that point was made. Absolutely, yeah. And it, it
0: kind of leads me on to another, maybe more difficult question um which is that so obviously we have these three videos from from three um children but uh another organization i was working with also kind of referenced a uh, trauma informed approach but it was a, a completely different context it was trauma that was induced from um being a refugee and okay and yep. like that and so i wondered um obviously it, it's impossible to you know, get everything, uh, in, in a small amount of resources, but, mm. um, how did you pick and choose because every child is different and has had different, um, mm. experiences. And I think these resources do offer a great range of perspectives. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, you left anything out, but, um, you know, how did you end up choosing those three young people's stories? Um, Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah so,
1: so i we thought it was important to have a range of young people who've been through different types of care experience you know whether that was uh, in local authority children's homes or with um uh, or being adopted or or with foster carers or a mixture of those things and i think just going back to your original point i agree that there are there are a lot of similarities i think in terms of uh, the experience uh, of a child who's who who's a refugee and a child who's who's been through the care system mm. in, in the sense of like there's no sense of permanence you know there's there's loss of birth parents there's a, there are a lot of similarities but what we wanted to do here was to be really really focused in an area where i mean there was some pushback initially you know with mm. some of my colleagues saying well it's quite kind of niche. I don't agree it's niche I mean I think that you know every teacher um more than once in their career is going to have at least one child who's been through the care system in in their classroom and and all of the challenges that come with that um and also the other children within that classroom will experience the the difficulties of this child are going in a secondhand kind of way as well won't they so so you know What's something that kind of on paper sounds a little bit niche is actually something that I think probably affects most teachers in in the UK and beyond. Um, So that's why we we chose this area, partly because, you know, we wanted to keep it focused on a particular issue. And I'm sure there'd be another, as you say, there are great resources around, you know, with regard to refugees as well. Uh, What we thought about this particular subject is... You know, there are so few resources about this, a very specific subject. That's why we went, we went for that. But we're obviously, you know, uh, uh, trauma can be caused in so, so many different ways. But we wanted to talk specifically about this one.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. OK, so. Let's go into kind of the the usage of the resources. Uh, What did BBC Teach envision for, you know, how teachers or school leaders could use these
1: resources? Yeah, well, we don't attempt to be or want to be prescriptive. That's, you know, teachers are professionals. They can decide if they want to use these, how they want to use use these. I I would imagine, um, and this is just, you know, my personal thoughts on this, they could be worked into a quite successful training day, I think, particularly if you brought in individuals who, you know, are from, you know, young people who've been through the care system, who can talk face to face with the teachers to enhance what's in our films, for example. Um, so, so we could, you know, it's, I think it's up to schools. It's not for me to say, you know, it. they're there. We hope they're useful. Use them in whatever way you think is 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 appropriate. Uh, and, if you, and if not at all, then not at all. But you know, we're hoping that that most senior leaders in, in schools think that they are good enough to use, um, and therefore they get used. And then then there's the second <clears throat> tranche of films, which are the, the the ones that are just the animations, um, you know, which are the children themselves talking about the experiences they've been through with all the right safeguards and with all the right flagging to parents and all that kind of thing, we think they could be used uh, to explain to other children uh, what it's like to be a care experienced child. So obviously we don't want children to see the experts and those contributors, but that's why we did the the animations the standalone films as well, uh, in case teachers wanted to use them in the classroom to help other children understand what Perhaps two or three kids in their in their in their classroom have been through. Mm-hmm. That's tricky, I know, because quite often those kids will be there as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there are all sorts of hurdles to get across before you could do that. But you know, that, that's why we we made it into two separate resources so that you know that, that could happen if all that work was done in advance.
0: Yeah. Yeah because I was I was actually kind of thinking about that as I was watching all six of the videos right the three training ones mm-hmm. and the um and the three testimonies and um I was kind of thinking it might be a bit difficult especially as a teacher to show the the testimonies without kind of the the background context from some of the experts um but then, I don't know, I guess you can go both ways because then the teacher might be showing the children that testimony without kind of any of their knowledge about this, previous yeah. knowledge
1: this too. But I mean, Different schools will have different policies, quite rightly, because they're in different parts of the country that have different challenges. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, without wanting to sort of absolve myself of any responsibility for how they're used, I'm not saying that, But but what we're doing is we're saying we're putting these out there uh, with some notes around them, of some thoughts about what you might want to do with them. But ultimately, you're the professionals. It's kind of up to you. Right.
0: Great. And I will just add a little note for our listeners. If any kind of teachers or school leaders are, are thinking about using the resources, um, some of them do cover
1: quite sensitive issues. So just they, be aware. Yeah, they do. And, you know, we are aware of that. Um, we didn't include everything that was talked about but but you know for them to retain the impact and credibility uh, that they need we have to talk about some difficult issues uh you know that that pertain to why children are in care um otherwise they would start to become you know a, a little bit meaningless and a little bit toothless so we've tried to find that sort of middle line um you know where we 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 don't none of it's gratuitous i hope um you know it's all about uh if we do include some some distressing detail it's to illustrate a point as to why a child might be behaving in a certain way for example
0: okay a couple more questions for you so um having you know, done this and had these resources uh, created and, and seen them, um, is there kind of a, a single largest issue um, facing, let's say, schools in general with uh, care experienced children in their classes? or maybe even shift that question a little bit and say, are there any huge issues facing care experienced children in more generally?
1: well i think um i can i can talk from just to extent from personal experience um that there is in my in my case there was one big uh, issue which was a zero tolerance approach uh, was used in one of the schools regardless of whether a child was care experienced or was behaving in a in a difficult way for for other reasons um i would say as one big issue zero tolerance uh and trauma-informed approach don't mix uh zero tolerance does not work with these children you've got to think you, you've you got to think around the problem more than that so you know as i say it's not for me to i wouldn't dream of being at all prescriptive unless i'd had personal experience and I, i'm not being prescriptive. i'm just saying that my experience is it looks great on paper it looks great in your in your school prospectus and whatever but zero tolerance does not work for these children so you know it's 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 harder work it's more complicated the answers to these questions are trickier than zero tolerance but that's just how it is really and i would say that for the children themselves one <clears throat> the biggest issue is that if you're post or or, or post trauma or going through trauma at the time, one of the last things on your list of priorities as a child that you prepared to do or want to do is learn. So teachers, I think, need to think about very carefully about how much learning do we try and give this child when essentially they're still going through a, a level of trauma, or, or they're very recently, you know, come out of the most serious trauma it doesn't just go away that the whole idea that well this child's been adopted now so actually everything's kind of okay it's all stable all that other stuff was in the past doesn't actually work like that you know it's not it's not in the past in that child's head it's like very much in the present so the willingness and the ability to learn when you're still dealing with these i know it's a cliche but with these demons is um is very limited so how do you work around that i'd say they were the two biggest issues from my perspective
0: yeah no that, that's fascinating um i i don't want to push you on this at all but is there anything else you'd like to share about the more uh personal experience obviously you know you don't need to uh, there's no pressure on that but um it could be pertinent to the topic
1: well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I d- obviously don't want to go into the details mm-hmm. because this is a professional project and it was done for purely professional reasons, but I do happen to to have this experience. Um, and I would say that uh, if teachers had been more aware of uh, the difference between the kind of... or the reasons behind the kind of behaviour you get from care experienced children and other types of difficult behaviour... Within my family context, then I think, I think things could have gone better over the last few years, uh, a lot better, because you know, sort of immediate clamping down, and, as I say, zero tolerance and that kind of thing, is it doesn't work. It doesn't work with children like this. So don't. In fact, it makes the situation worse. So you know, I would say, from my personal experience, you know. The more teachers can know about this subject, I'm not claiming this collection has all the answers or anything, but the more they can understand and know about it, the more likely it is that their responses to children like this are are appropriate and constructive, uh, and they don't exacerbate the situation. Right.
0: Well, yeah, thanks for sharing that. And I do completely agree. Like I said before, I, watching them was eye-opening for me and I think it would be helpful for many teachers and thankfully they are kind of bite-sized right uh they're they're not that difficult yeah yeah
1: going back to the sort of yeah the collection itself all of these are uh, particularly animations they're like two or three minutes long uh the the other films are around 10 minutes long you don't have to watch them all at the same time they're all very clear about what they are you know so one of them is about defining You know what care experience means, and what trauma informed means, and then another one of the films is about what, how could we, how might we deal with children like this? So it's very clear what they are. You don't have to watch them all at the same time, Um, and it just might make a difference. And I really hope it does, both from a professional and a personal point of view.
0: So last question here, where where can teachers find the resource on the BBC Teach website? Well, yes, it's
1: going to be all they're going to be all over the sort of homepage of the BBC Teach uh, uh, website, which is bbc.co.uk slash teach uh, from the beginning of September. Uh, Very easy to find through a Google search or just by going to BBC Teach And we hope also, you know, we're getting our social media people involved as well. So they'll be easy to find via social as well. I mean, hopefully, if you're in the teaching profession, it's the beginning of September, you can't miss them.
0: Yeah, great. Fantastic. Um, And we will also link uh, the resources on uh, the show notes and the podcast. So,
1: right. That'd be fantastic. Thanks.
0: Fantastic. Okay, great. Well, uh, is there anything else you'd like to kind of talk about anything maybe we we missed or you'd like to add before we wrap
1: up? Not really I'd just like to say thanks very much for for the opportunity to do this you know it's um as you can probably tell it means quite a lot to me uh, both professionally and personally so you know I do I do appreciate it and uh, and I hope that these things make a difference uh, to teachers and of course ultimately to to kids who have been through the care system.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. And thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate that as well. And oh, well- My pleasure. That was Andrew Tomlinson, former head of content and commissioning for Bite Size and BBC Teach. Andrew and I were talking about the new resources just released on the BBC Teach website on supporting care-experienced children with a trauma-informed approach. If you want to check out these resources, you can go to www.bbc.co.uk slash teach or follow the link in the show notes. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Special thanks to Olga Hajilambri. I'm Luke Kemper. And stay tuned to Hep Talks.